I'm Dan Miller, and this is Eclectic Avenue. Lester Holt, with NBC in an interview with VP Harris, called her out on going to the border. She said, oh, we've been to the border. He said, have you been to the border? And she said, well, I haven't been to Europe, and then laughed. Okay, NBC's calling her out on it, CNN is, Newsweek, USA Today, Forbes, Yahoo News, MSNBC, and the BBC, just to name a few. Yeah. The rose-colored glasses are off. The honeymoon's over. People are irritated. I'm kind of scared right now. VP Harris doesn't seem to have a good track record when it comes to debates or press briefings. Instead of trying to be funny and come up with great catchphrases and all that, sometimes it's better to just get to the heart of the subject. Be factual and not hide your head in the sand. We're two and a half months into her being called the new border czar, which is troubling in itself. Why are we using a word like that? Why are we using a word for a European or Russian leader? These are words that really should not be coming up in democracy. It kind of troubles me that we're hearing stuff like that. I don't think it's that funny. But we're two and a half months into her being called the border czar. And yet she still has not gone down to the border. Yes, we all realize it's a crisis. Yes, we all realize it's still going on. There still are children being held in centers, camps, on the border and in other states. Yes, they are being shipped off to different centers. Same problem, different name. But this needs to be addressed. It might not be a fun trip for VP Harris, but it is something that needs to be done. But maybe VP Harris is right for not going down to the border. When you consider the Central America trip and how disastrous this has been, you know, the sound bites, the interviews, the questions. Boy, I'd love to know what Dan Bongino would have to say about the reporter that was the wrong reporter. Apparently, she wasn't vetted very well. I thought the Secret Service was supposed to really make sure they knew who everybody was that was around the president or vice president. That one kind of failed. Protesters in South America, the signs, VP Harris, go home, we don't want you here. It has not been a good trip, so maybe she is smart in not going down to the border. That one's a lot closer to home. If she blew that trip, we probably would all be a lot more furious about this whole thing. She needs to acknowledge that there is a problem and they are on it. Why are they hiding their head in the sand instead of stepping up to the plate? Back to the debate thing. I remember in 2019 at the Democratic National uh, Debates, Tulsi Gabbard really did a number on VP Harris. Tulsi Gabbard commanded the debate. And it was shortly after that, then at the Iowa caucus, that VP Harris dropped out of the race. She was being asked by... A lot of the Democratic leaders in California to drop out of the race. If you look back at history, okay, she dropped out of the race. Biden decided to really go for it and nominated her for his VP. Now, while he did win, let's look at like John McCain when he picked Sarah Palin. 
if he would have picked a different running mate, would he have possibly won the election? Now, yes, Biden won the election, but was this choice that great of a pick? You want to talk scary. If you look at the recent polls, President Biden and VP Harris are equal in being nominated for the 2024 presidential election. Now, yes, that's a ways off yet, but going back through history, there has been one time that a incumbent president has not been nominated by his party for a second term. That was Franklin Pierce, probably close to 150 years ago. The Democratic Party has a lot on their plate right now. Maybe they need to start grooming some people to be ready to jump in and throw their hat into the ring and be willing to hear from some different people on possible nominees for the 2024 election. I think we need a whole new group of people. We've got some front runners now on both sides. If we go to like what I'd like to see for debates with VP Harris, of course we had Tulsi Gabbard. I'd like to see... B.P. Harris and Nikki Haley debate. Christy Nome, Pam Bondi. I think all those would be really pretty cool debates. Our vice president has been meeting with foreign leaders instead of our president. For the last year, we've been talking about, do some of the people in power have cognitive issues? I think that's going to come up quite a bit again. When you have the second in command that can't handle an interview without laughing without giving a straight answer, and then saying, I don't understand why you're asking me this. That is not the way you want a leader to act. It wouldn't be the first time in history. We have had leaders on the left that have been very eloquent, very diplomatic. We had Bill Clinton. We had Al Gore. Well, we've had a lot of really good leaders on the left that could handle themselves in a situation where you could see, yes, they could go in and handle a meeting with other foreign powers. Do we have that now? Last week, Candace Owens interviewed Donald Trump and asked, can I be your vice president? Can I be your running mate? And you know, whether it's Trump, whether it's any GOP that jumps into the race, Candace Owens would be an awesome VP, an awesome running mate. I would love to see a debate between Candace Owens and Kamala Harris. We need leaders that can step up to the plate and act accordingly. We're not even six months into this presidential term. We've got over three and a half years to go yet. And I think it's really interesting that, of course, I've always said that. The media will turn on whoever is in office. They have started doing it now. But I actually would like to see the president of the United States handling meetings with foreign powers. That's not something the vice president should be doing you want your leader to talk to other leaders. Vice president is not the leader yet. It looks like we're starting to see some changes in our country. It looks like law and order is starting to come back. It looks like the media is maybe starting to be a little less biased. I would sure hope so. That would be a wonderful thing. I don't think that's ever going to go away, but it's nice when people can be held accountable no matter which side they're on. I've always said that. It doesn't matter which side they're on. If they're screwing up, we need to step up to the plate and demand that they get with the program. Maybe people are starting to realize that their voice can be heard. We don't need violence to take care of the problem. Politicians, it's a popularity contest. If they're not popular, if you're not happy with them, they will make changes to try and make you happy with them again. That's just the nature of the political game.
And so we're on a little road trip today to the border. I know, not the same border. Astoria, Oregon-Washington border. Little work trip, and when we're done, probably drive down the coast just a little bit, see the ocean. And we want to give a shout-out today to the Portland metro area. All the little towns, Wilsonville, Sherwood, Tigard, Hillsboro, Vancouver, Battleground. One big area, and we really want to thank you for listening, for subscribing, for liking us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We'll keep posting stuff. Thank you, Germany. I took German for three years, and I still can't pronounce half the towns that I'm seeing on there. Really want to thank you and give you a shout-out. Thanks for listening. We're going to start getting ready for the next trip, presidential trip overseas. See if we're talking some of the same issues we talked about on this trip. You're listening, and so are we. Day after day, alone on the hill, the man with the foolish grin.